Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Hour Network. This is for your help, Blog Talk Show. This is Marcia Thaddison. I want to say happy Sunday, everyone. I'm so glad to be back on air. Just want to wish everybody a happy, peaceful Sunday. Uh, all is well, I pray, with everyone and my listening audience. Um, my listening audience, I'm really excited about our guest because she's been on before, and she is gracious enough to give us her time again, and that is Miss James Holmes. James is a former, uh, former director at the Living Food Institute. She shared a powerful message on emotional healing using the power of words. And Jane was also a recognized uh, international photographer. She left that business to go into the, uh, to work with the Living Food Institute and help people with healing from the inside. And anyone who has met Jane will know her glowing personality. It radiates out of her that any joy, any spirit that you have in you, she will help you to find. So, you know, during this time of COVID-19 and stay-at-home order, uh, we see the storms that are happening throughout the uh, United States, people losing their jobs. We want to give people a sense of hope. And I couldn't think of anyone but Jane Holmes because it radiates out of her that sense of hope. She speaks powerful words, and she helps us to find those powerful words within us to heal because words are healing. Words are powerful. So if you haven't taken time to listen to some of our previous blog talks, go back and listen to some of our previous notes. You will be pleased today because she's going to come back and we're going to share some sense of hope and direction because I think we all need that as a people because watching the news constantly every day and hearing the numbers of the deaf people, how many died each day, it gets to wear down on people mentally, emotionally, and even financially because people are hurting. So in this midst of everything that's going on, we want to be able to bring us some light and how to find that light. Jane, I want to thank you for coming back on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. It is my pleasure. I'm just honored and really appreciate the time. So thank you very much. You know, um, with everything going on, I know it's so hard, but I, I kind of gave a little synopsis about who Jane is. Give the listening audience some more information about who you are, your purpose, and why you're doing what you do. Oh, Marsha, thank you so much. You know, I just, first of all, I love people. I love helping people. I love people. I love to see people transform their life, and that's what I've done for 20-plus years is to really watch someone totally change their life, and that includes myself. You know, I came from a background of a long, long history background of of ministers in my in my my family and going to church and and you know I do believe in the power of prayer I believe in the power of God and yet as I went through my life I had my struggles too and uh, in working with people that had health challenges what I ultimately realized Marcia was that the healing must start from the inside that must start with how we think what we say and our emotional healing. And when I went through that healing myself, I realized that was 
one of my purposes in this life was to help share that message with other people. Marcia, there is hope. You know that. There is hope in this life. And I do believe it does start with how I look at life. And, you know, we all know that um, saying, how do you view it? Do you view the glass half empty or half full? And there's there's so much truth in that. There's so, so much truth in that. Um, And, you know, in the world that we're in today, as you mentioned about COVID, you know, going into quarantine, being separated from our families, not being able to see your loved ones if they're in the hospital and all the negative that is around us. You know, somebody's just sitting here thinking now, where is the hope in this? Well, you know, that hope is going to start within myself. And so I think tonight I, I, I truly believe that there's someone out there that can use a message of hope and of love and of joy and to know that when we begin to think on these things, and Scripture tells us that. It talks about what to think on. Um, and I, I wanted to share some things tonight that I feel like maybe we can all begin to look at. And one of the things that you mentioned was about watching the news. So, Marsha, let me ask you, have you quit watching the news now as much as what maybe you used to? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And, you know, yes. and sometimes that little tug be pulling you and say, well, what's happening? No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. So I actually, yes, I have shut it down, shut it down, because yeah. I was feeling anxious. I was feeling frustrated. I was feeling angry. I was feeling all these things, and it was actually interfering with a whole bunch of, I'm supposed to be sitting down working, then I'm hearing this, and then my thoughts and everything else go all over the place. I'm thinking, you know what? i got to shut this down. I can't do this. This is too exhausting. Right. No, I can't do this. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, and some of the things that you just said, you know, being anxious, being angry, being frustrated, being upset. Here is a truth that I have learned for myself. First of all, I have learned that my power is in the present moment. And that's a great affirmation. If anyone's listening to this, just say that affirmation. My power is in the present moment. Understanding that all we have is right now. Whatever we did Yesterday, five years ago, ten years ago, it doesn't matter, over with. All we have is right now. So, Marsha, for me, and what I understand, is that gives me the opportunity in every moment to make a choice. To make a choice. Like you said, you turned off the TV. Do I choose to turn Mm -hmm. the TV off, or am I going to sit in front of the TV and just listen to the many, many millions of things going on in this world. Well, I believe that I'm not going to be one that's going to stick my head in the sand and say, oh, no, and have a Pollyanna attitude about it. I know things are going on. Herein lies another truth for me, though. The only person that I will ever change is myself. 
Amen. So yeah. if I change Amen. if I change my attitude, I'll change my life. Another affirmation. Change my attitude, change my life. Now, the greatest thing that I know to do for myself, for you, Marcia, for your listeners, for our neighborhoods, for our community, Atlanta, our world, is to send the spirit and energy of love because love heals all. And I truly believe this. If I want peace in my world, I must first be peace myself because I believe that whatever I send out comes back to me. So if I'm sending out that feeling of anger, frustration, and anxiety, it's going to come right back to me because that's what it talks about in Isaiah. For those that might be familiar with the scriptures, it says, whatever I speak out comes back to me, multiply. Mm -hmm. It's going to come back to me in some form. So I have to stop and look sometimes in my life through the things that I've been through um, about who have I surrounded myself with? Who am I attracting into my life? Are they frustrated and angry people or are they peaceful, loving, kind people in my life? Well, I'm going to choose to set up for myself those relationships that I want in my life, which means that I first must be at peace. I first must be peace. I first must be love, loving and approving of the self and our self-worth. You know, and I, I think about everything that's going on with COVID and certainly how it's touched my life with the friends that I have already lost, um, family that I have lost, um, and all the situations that people are in, Marsha, with, you know, think about our school children and, and the yes. teachers, you know, the healthcare professionals, yes. what they have gone through. I, I, I cannot even begin to imagine what our healthcare workers have gone through to get through these months and months that they've been doing their job. And the, the, the parents and what all they've gone through and so many people that they've been laid off of their job, and and there's so much going on around us. So how do we recreate our world, I guess is how I would look at this. And and our world, Marcia, starts with our own self, you know, then our home. And so many times what I will help people with, Marcia, is, as you know, is actually, and I, I sincerely mean this, to anyone listening to this, look at your own home. Start yes. cleansing your home. I didn't and I, hear me well. I didn't say clean it up. I didn't mean like vacuum dust and mop and all that. I meant cleanse your home. And that's one of the things I do. I go into people's homes and have, actually help them cleanse and detox their homes because that old stuff that's stuck, if you have clutter anywhere in your home, cluttered closets, cluttered drawers, cluttered anywhere, clutter, clutter, clutter equals cluttered minds. And the more our minds are cluttered, then the less we have the energy for putting out positive. And we, get, we just get dragged down 
and bogged down even more and more and more. Do you agree with that, Marsha? Does that make sense? A hundred percent. Yes, ma'am. A hundred percent. And, you know, I'm glad you said start at our home, but, I, you know, I know you will talk about the spiritual cleaning of that home. And that's why it's so important for me to have our listening audience to know that we do need to be clean spiritually as well as physically. And my heart goes out to a lot of these children who are at home, and I say this a lot to my kids, and then when COVID-19 started, I feel bad for these kids who are stuck at home with their parents who are mentally and emotionally all messed up. Uh, they don't have a voice. They don't have an outlet, and they're stuck. And many kids are so traumatized and not wanting to be online. They're ready to get back into the classroom, have that social interaction with their friends and their um, colleagues, you know, teachers. They want that normalcy back. I know they do. But how do we change their mindset, especially for our kids? How can parents start and saying, how do I bring this peace in my home in the midst of this? It starts with them. It starts with the parents. And that means the parents getting very real with what what are the issues at the house? You know, what what, what is the situation and how do we handle this? You know, the, the challenge that I have seen so many, many times is though it's like this snowball effect. Like you're talking about the children, you know, they get caught up and they're reflecting really what the parents are doing many times. You know, if a parent is worried and anxious, that child is going to pick that up. So yeah. I, 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 do, I do suggest as best as possible that we as, a, well, really a society, but our parents, our loved ones, you know, really, really understand it's okay to stop and really just take a deep breath, you know, and just realize, as I said in the beginning, that the power is in the present moment. So all those anxious feelings that they have had, all the worry and all the anxiety, if we can stop and really get a handle on understanding that's over. And right now, in this moment, we have a new opportunity to think a different thought. And some of the thoughts to really think and to really put into action is, you know, I am at peace. Understand, it's not about I'm going to be peaceful one of these days when we get all through this. Oh, no, 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 no. We've got to start now. We've got to start now mm-hmm. saying these types of things and believing it and taking it on. And, you know, and to really help the children to be at peace and just to know, uh, as <laughs> something that my mother always said to me when I was a child, it wasn't easy for me to hear then, but boy, words of wisdom, something we all know, this too shall pass. And if we can yeah. all stop for a moment, Marsha, and really look at our lives and, you know, if the parents could just take a minute and really think about some of the challenges they had growing up, some of the challenges mm-hmm. they had as teenagers, young adults, young married life, those types of challenges, and know, hey, I'm here to still tell the story. 
I got through that. I'm going to get through this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to begin to work with the children, I'm a huge believer also in uh, breathing techniques. You know, when I said a while ago, just take a deep breath. I sincerely meant that. I mean that just to learn, you know, and there's so many things out on, on YouTube about breathing exercises. And sit with your children and teach them how to breathe. It will help everybody calm down. Learn about communicating. Learn about listening to your children. Learn about sharing with your children and and hearing what they have to say and to, you know, it is that moment of reassuring them, we are going to get through this. We are really going to get through this. Um, But that brings me back. Yes, Marcia. Did you know I was just thinking? Yes. Can you hear me? Can hear you? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thinking about, I was just thinking about the word fear. It's so powerful. Everything you said, I agree with. But when someone is so fearful and nervous and anxious, those words of wisdom seem to kind of roll off their back like a duck, you know, like water off the duck's back. They're not hearing it. They're not soaking it in to calm themselves down to say, okay, she's right. Let me take a deep breath. Let me take another one. Or let me take a hot bath. Let me do something that's going to relax me. Uh, But people are turning to other options that's making their situation worse instead of better, drugs, alcohol, um, anger, uh, to the point that they're uh, physically and emotionally um, becoming violent to their loved ones and their husbands and wives and children. Is there a way, how do we get someone to say, okay, I don't want to hurt my children. I don't want to hurt the people I love. Let me slow down and figure out how to do this. So that means, like you said, go and sit in a corner somewhere or find your, separate yourself from the children and take those deep breaths. And when they're taking those deep breaths, are they thinking about something or they're just clearing their mind? Good question. Let me address something around fear, if I might, since you brought that up, okay? There's actually three acronyms that I have learned through the years about fear. The first one, um, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. Now, that's a huge one because when we are in that state of fear, I agree, it can be really tough sometimes just in that moment, stop and say, whoa, 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 whoa. just let me take a deep breath or let me go take a bath. Let me shove this off here. I would say as best as possible, just stop in that moment and ask yourself, is this true? Is this real? Because as you know, Marsha, many times, at least for me, I can you know, through my life, I mean, I have blown things so out of proportion. It is unbelievable. Some of those things that I have yeah. just 
blown out of proportion just from fear. Now, so that's one acronym, false evidence appearing real. Another one is forget everything and run. Okay, we can do that. We can just forget it all and run, 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 run. Or we could face everything and rise. So if we could possibly begin to look at these things that's happening to all of us and realize life is all about lessons. And what are some of my lessons in this? And some lessons that we may be learning is how to communicate with our significant others, our children, our neighbors. Oh, my goodness. I mean, we've had a whole lot more time now to, you know, stand in a driveway across the street and talk to our neighbors. (laughs) Do you need anything? You know, do I need to go buy a grocery? Mm -hmm. My neighbors neighbors had COVID. You know, I was like, can I go buy groceries for you? No, we're good. You know, whatever it may be. How do we reach out? How do we look beyond ourselves? Because remember, in giving, we receive. Okay? Yes. So, in understanding also, now let's move a little further through that, about worry and anxiety. And that was another thing. You know, worry is just like a dog's chasing its tail. But one of the Mm -hmm. things that came up for me um, is the possibility of making a worry period, okay? That, that, a worry that period? A, a worry period, a worry space time. So it may be okay. 15 minutes at the <laughs> end of the day. Let's say maybe, let's just say maybe 5.30 to 5.45. Mm-hmm. That's the worry space. That's the worry time. All the other time during the day, if something comes in your mind that is like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Just write it down. Just take a note. Just take a note. Set it aside. And you know what? When you make that note, you bless it. You bless it, and you know, at least for me, as I said, I believe in God. I believe in divine power. I believe in Spirit, well, I just believe in the guidance of the spirit, and mm-hmm. to trust that and know that that this too shall pass. And then at the end mm-hmm. of the day, not too close to bedtime. That's not when you want to do it. You don't want to go to bed with these anxious feelings and worry and oh, what am I going to do? Because then that's going to really disrupt your sleep, and eventually that will really play habit with your health, physical health. And so possibly think about just making a specific time. And you, you, in other words, you do create a worry period, you know, and that may be a time that you and your significant other will sit down and say, well, let's talk about what's been on our plate today, you know, that has concerned us, you know, and, you know, the, 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 the computer needs to be looked at. You know, how are we going to do that? You know, how, whatever it may be, the car broke down again. Right. Now what? You know, I mean, there's so many, many, many variations of the stories out there these days. But the bottom line is we must learn 
somehow, somewhere, to be able to take care of our own selves, of our health, our mental, our emotional, our spiritual, physical being. We've got to. And um, I I think the things that we have been facing in these last few months, it definitely has been challenging. It's been challenging for a lot of people. People have faced things that they never, ever thought that they would face in their entire life. However, I think there is a way to begin to move through it in a healthier way than rather than to be angry at people, being angry because so-and-so did such-and-such to me. Um, that, that just is a whole other ball of wax if you stay angry with someone else. It just doesn't serve us right. well. You know, so uh, worrying, you know, and, and, and worry thoughts uh, and how to really take those negative thoughts uh, and begin to change them. And I, I call that switch, you know, switch it on, switch off, switch on. You know, just in understanding that with every negative thought that we have, it ultimately will come back to us in some form or fashion, and it does affect the physical health. I always said in all the time of working with people on their physical health that they must begin to work on their mental health, emotional health, and their spiritual health in order to reach the physical. We've got, we got to do it all, but the healing starts from the inside. And like you were talking about having that moment to be upset or that frustrating moment or the worry, fearful moment, I always used to say um, <laughs> to my kids and my grandkids, you know, Every now and then, you have to sit on that pity pot. You just go on that pity pot, and just like a going, go to the bathroom, you have to get something out of you. If you're constipated, you got to get that out of you because it will back up and kill you. It will be back up and go into your system and be toxic. So have that good dump, but you know you can't stay there. So you want to have to clean yourself up and keep it moving because you can't stay there forever. And basically in that little space of 15 or 45 minutes, have that moment where you just cry. Sometimes that crying or frustration or getting it out is—it's—it's it's kind of healing for you. Okay, I'm—I'm I'm done. I got that out. Or you know, some people—you know, have you been? I've no done that to me. Sometimes I'm frustrated. Sometimes with things. If I'm mad, uh, I'll be, it may be in my car and I may have a good cry. Like, okay, Marcia, all right, are you done? Okay, wipe your face. Life goes on. Let's move on. Let's, we can't stay here. Well, we want people to understand you don't have to stay there. There's a book, and I don't know if you're familiar with this book. It's called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. Oh, yes. I love it. As to think. And so if we're sitting there thinking, I'm going to get COVID-19. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. Whatever man thinketh, he becomes or he gets. And I know you working with the Living Food Institute talk about people's emotions and how it turns into disease and uh, sickness and other stuff or even unforgiveness. All those things have a profound effect on our overall health. Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. I truly believe that. I saw it. I saw it for years that when people would begin to change how they spoke, First of all, how do you yes. speak to yourself? 
Let's talk about self-talk. You know, people uh, that I encountered for years and years, many of the people had self-talk such as, I'm not good enough, I don't know enough, I'm not smart enough, I can't do this, and on and on and on, and that's what they had, you know, had manifested in their life, that they felt like that they were not good enough and they couldn't do this. So self-talk is really important. And, you know, Marsha, I know you know this. It is that type of journey, and it is a journey, folks. Hear me well. It is a journey that we're on um, that we've got to start somewhere. And Because I can, always, I can always hear people, and I call it this monkey mind. Marsha, you know, that, that monkey mind that's back there that says, you say, I am healed. And I say, yeah, Mike, you don't know what the doctor said. You know, I yeah. am healed. Yeah, well, you don't know how I'm feeling today. Or, you know, I'm hurting too much. Or I am healed by the grace of God. I am healed. Sure, right. You know, that monkey mind that's back there, when you say, I can do this, and that monkey mind says, oh, no, you've never done this before. You're not going to start now. Well, we've got to start somewhere. We have got to start somewhere and start with the self-talk. And please, anyone listening to this, please know you are worth it. You matter. You are important. You are important. I, I, I have never met you. You are important to me because you are part of my world. And you know, Marcia, if COVID has taught us anything, it has taught us, to me, how we, our world, we are connected to each connected. other. Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay? Yes. And that should be proven. Everybody, we are connected worldwide, and we've got to start somewhere. You know, if we, I'm going to go back and say it again. If I want peace in my world, I must first be at peace. And that is really, you know, really, really important to think about. And, you know, if I want more love in my life, I must first love myself. And I don't mean that in a conceited way, Marcia. I mean that in a healthy, respectful way that I'm going to take the time to really do those things that are important for my health, for my mental well-being, my emotional well-being and stability and you know to begin to look at how to create a new opportunity you know I, you know I started a new business as you know and it was like I, you know this was a calling for me to do what I'm doing and to continue to do it um, I'm a photographer as you know yeah. um, and so mm-hmm. I've now been able to begin to create a whole new body of work that I'm going to start, you know, putting my work out there again. So it's been a time of creation for me also. Now, that may not be in play out for everybody, but there are a lot of areas in our life that we we need to be able to look at. And I'm going to go back to something I said earlier about cleansing the home. What type of reading materials do you have in your home? What are you grabbing? Mm-hmm. I mean, is it is it a book on you know how 
gloom and doom everything is? Do you buy the newspaper? Do you look at it online? Do you stop and, you know, pick up some book that is just not useful for you at all? You know, consider getting some books. You know, the book you were talking about, one of the books that I've taught it from, it's been around for years. You Can Hear Your Life by Louise Hay. And it is a very powerful book that I have used for years to help people understand their um, mental thinking and their emotions and the reasons behind disease. You, I know you have that book, don't you, Marsha? I have, I have the book on Feeling Buried Alive by Karen, uh, Carol Kuhlman, but I don't have it. Oh, you yes. can heal your life. Yes, you can heal your life by Louise Hay. You know, and and she has. Uh, it, Carol Truman has a table in there also, uh, in the back that, that talks about the feelings and the correlation yes. between our feelings yes. and health challenges. Yes. Yes. You know, and for instance, um, you know, um, we'll share a couple of you, couple of them here with you. And the feelings, you know, she she talks about. Um, cancer and different types of cancer and what those feelings may be about, you know, a feeling of emptiness in life, unresolved resentments, rejecting the self. And in Louise Hay, mm-hmm. uh, the emotion behind cancer, deep hurt, longstanding resentment, a deep secret or grief eating away at the self, carrying hatreds and a feeling of what's the use. Now, that, that, bring it in that, just that one thing into this mm-hmm. moment. And I think about all the people that are hurting, yeah. that may have resentment, that may be grieving, that have a mm-hmm. deep secret, you know, and, 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 and carrying hatred, you know, and what they're feeling now and the emotions that they are carrying now what I have seen is that ultimately that will affect their physical self, you know, and I, I right. think one of the other ones that um, I thought about during this time was if people are having challenges now with their joints, and I, I just want to use that one because when COVID happened, of course, you know, gym shut down, people, you know, we didn't know how to even get out and take a walk. So if we're having <laughs> yeah. challenges with joints, you know, emotionally behind that, joints represent changes in direction and life and the ease of these movements. Wow. So, you know, if we're worried and we're anxious and we haven't been able to do our quote, regular routines with the gym and, you know, things are beginning to, you know, emotionally be really upsetting for us, I can assure you that there, there, there are emotional reasons behind every health challenge. Okay? And, you know, certainly, yes, ma'am? That is so true. That is so true. And we got to know how to connect those emotions and bring them under control because otherwise, and I think the hardest thing is that when people, loved ones in the hospital, they weren't able to say goodbye or be able to be there, you know, they're, they're separated. How do we 
bring those emotions? Do we write them out or we just make a declaration to say, you know what, I wasn't with my father at the hospital, but, you know, um, write him a letter, get those feelings out uh, to say, Dad, I love you, or I didn't get a chance to tell you the things that I wanted to say or to hug you. And that's why I think, too, having you on the show, and I want to thank you again, is to remind us that life is so precious, and, and it's, it can be taken away. And, and I think the Bible said it's just like a puff of smoke. You're here one minute, and you can be gone the next minute. And I've seen that in my own life when I lost, lost my husband, picked him up from work, he wasn't feeling good, and then that evening he was, he was gone and thinking, okay, does this really just happen? So take time to enjoy each other. You may be frustrated with each other at this point. We may be angry with each other, but life is too precious. And I think COVID-19 has taught me is that it's taking people out too fast. It's taking them out fast. And now we're separated, so we cannot be there to encourage that person in that ear. Come on, Daddy, I need you to move on. I need you to keep it going. I need you to, you know, hear those familiar voices, knowing your family is around pulling for you instead of just sitting there hearing those machines beeping and making all the noises and the nurses coming in and out, no familiar sounds. So we want people to know that our peace that we can have or speak to, to, about our loved ones that we cannot speak to is just in prayer, writing it out in a, in a journal. Um, what other suggestions do you have, Jane, for people who can't, uh, or how do you put it in or how do you bring it to a close to grieve and let go? Well, I think let, let's first address uh, what you said in the beginning about how life is precious. So true. Yeah. And and I, I think that's a great lesson for all of us to take away tonight and understanding that in every moment, it is a precious moment. And, and an interesting thought about that is of all the things in this life that every one of us is equal with, and that is time. Yeah. We yeah. all have 24 hours in a day. Yep. And I think it's like 84,000 some odd seconds, you know, in the day. What do we do with it? Do you tell your loved ones that you love them? Do you write a note to your spouse in the morning and say, have a great day. I love you. Do you go to bed at night knowing that you have done all you know to do to be with your loved ones, to say the things that you want to say with them and let them know that you care about them? Okay? So that's one thing. Now, as the separations have happened and, you know, <laughs> I've had to say I've been in the same situation where I've had family in the hospital and, and you know, nobody was able to visit with them. And it's, it, it does, it, it's stressful, it's straining, and, you know, how do you deal with that? I think what you said is a wonderful idea, Marshall, you know, to write a journal, to write a letter, to keep your thoughts put down and your prayers out there. And, you know, I think that's a time to call on support from your 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 friends. Um, prayer warriors are out there. 
you know, to really call on somebody to, to pray for your loved ones, to pray for your peace, and to know that, um, you know, it's, it is a thing and it is a cycle of life. It's not the type of cycle of life that any of us would like to go through now at this point. However, I think that it is a cycle of life and knowing that we all are going to leave this earth at some point. The challenge mm-hmm. is, first of all, making sure that we're ready. And I'm just going to say that. And I'm going to leave it with, with it like that, uh, that I just, I, I, I do truly believe that. And just to know, live every moment the best you know to live that moment. Because the truth is, the next day, we could look back, and we, we do, and we could say, you know, I, I could have said that a little differently, or I could have done that mm-hmm. a little differently. And, again, I go back. Everything is about a lesson. So, mm-hmm. you know, in, in not being able to go see our loved ones, does that mean that maybe you are reaching out to loved ones that you haven't reached out to? in a while, that you've cut off communication in your family with, that maybe now it's a time to gather the family together, you know, through phone calls, through text messages, through, uh, you know, I personally, you know, we've done a lot of Zoom around my house. You know, I mean, it just is what it is, you know. And, and, And I think that whatever way we can communicate with others, that it's going to be a good thing to be able to do that and reach out to your family, your friends, your church family, and just surround yourself with those people that really care about you. And at the same time, I still firmly believe, Marsha, it is this time of taking care of our own self, you know, and being mindful of what we're saying, where we're going, what we're doing, and how we're treating others. And to and to really begin to look at taking care of our own self. And I know I haven't really touched on this, uh, but I do, as you know, I do certainly believe that nutrition is a huge part of taking care yes. of yourself. And we're going to talk about you know, that. We're going to take a break. I'm going to give you a break here. But I want to remind our listening audience, you're on the D-Hour Network show with Marsha Patterson for your health. And we have the pleasure of having Miss Jane Holmes again. And she's talking about joy, love, hope, and keeping us together during this time. All right, we'll be right back on the D Hour For your health program is brought to you by Yesterday's Kitchen for Today. We're here to put the power of good health back into the people's hands. Our home party business brings the skills of cooking healthy meals back into our homes. Come. Learn firsthand with family and friends the nature of how to go back to canning, fermenting, milling fresh grain into flour to make mm, homemade bread and so much more. We're here to remind the previous generation and to teach the new generation how to use the tools of yesterday and today to make food our medicine. Go to our website and sign up to host a home party, Zoom party, Facebook party, and get a free host gift valued from $20 to $75. Help your family and friends become a part of the real food movement to better health. Join us at www.yesterdayskitchen.com. 
www.thebigfootfortoday.com. It rained on your parade Seems nobody cares About you anyway Now you're living your life Like a castaway Search for strength inside Was it all in vain Cause the deeper you dig You find more and more pain Don't let your tomorrow Be like yesterday Cause I'm a book to God I call down your name And on your behalf
back with the D-Hour Network. Marcia Patterson, I'm your host. And if anyone been listening to my show, you know I have a love for Yolanda Adam and be blessed. And this is why we're doing this show, because we want you to be blessed. All right, Jane, thank you for holding, and um, thank you for being back with us on the show for the part two. But we, you touched on something that I wanted you to kind of elaborate more on, and that is nutrition. Absolutely. So for anyone that um, is maybe being challenged, and we, we talked a little earlier about your children and, and, and being at home right now, I could not begin to express enough about how nutrition plays a part in their day-to-day emotions and attitudes and their their learning and behavior. And, and what we taught for years and years and years was the nutrition of living in raw foods. So let me just say that I think – Unfortunately, over a period of years and years and years, our, our world on a whole, we got into that fast pace of life, and that meant the fast foods pick it up and go. Would you agree with that, Marcia? That we just really 100 percent just fast, yes. fast, yes. fast yes. everything, yes. you know. And so, what I would suggest is consider the possibility of looking at what we really are eating. First of all. One thing that I know universally that does not serve any of us well is sugar. <laughs> and, you know, uh, during these, these these last few months, I'm guessing somebody's sitting back right now just saying, but, oh, i got to have my chocolate, you know, and I've just got to do this and i got to do that. I get that. I get it. But sugar does not serve us well. And I, was, I can truly prove that in my own life because – of, you know, some of the sugar that I've had through my life and how I, you know, I was a kid bouncing off the wall. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so I would say just be mindful of those things. Be mindful of what we're drinking, you know, and that goes for, um, you know, I I grew up on sweet tea, Marsha. My mother made the best sweet tea you could ever have. And, boy, did I love it. But I found out it didn't love me. Took me a number of years mm-hmm. to get that, but when I decided to give it up, I had to let it go. And so I just be careful about what you're drinking, you know. I quit drinking Cokes, oh goodness, years and years and years and years ago. The best thing that I can do for my body is keep it well hydrated with water. And so mm-hmm. I would just support everyone in considering um, really taking a really good look, be honest with yourself. Are you drinking enough water? Now, I've always um, been taught that a good rule of thumb is to take half your body weight in ounces, and that's how many many ounces of water you should be drinking, half your body weight. So if somebody Mm -hmm. weighs 100 pounds, then 50 ounces is what is a recommended, you know, good rule of thumb to be drinking. So just figure that out. Are you eating enough um, raw vegetables? Um, you know, a lot of people think about that as just salads. But, you know, and again, thinking about the kids being at home, what kind of snacks, uh, you know, are they getting during this time? Could we begin to look at instead of giving them a, 
uh, I don't know, peanut, <laughs> peanut butter jelly sandwich or pizza snacks or whatever, could we begin to throw in a few cut up vegetables for them? You know, and 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 let them munch on that um, during the day. Um, you know, a salad here and there um, would be really, really beneficial. Um, I'm, or some I'll nuts, and raisins. What about raisins, like nuts, nuts and raisins? Nuts and raisins would be great. You know, uh, fruit. Um, I'm I'm a little more mindful than some people about the fruit that I eat because. Some fruits um, I feel like have a little more sugar than what I need right now. So, and, and I'll, I'll tell you an example. Um, for me, instead of a gala apple, maybe choose a Granny Smith apple. Okay, um, oh, okay. and just just know that. Uh, just 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 be mindful of those types of things. Your berries, your blueberries, your strawberries, those types. Your berries are can be a great snack for the kids too. You know, mm-hmm. just a a, a, a great. Um, change of a snack for them, um, I believe, over time, can really begin to uh, help enhance um, better behavior sometimes. I know it can. I, I truly believe oh. that. Um, and, oh, yeah. and, and, and the other thing about that is, is especially with the berries, Marsha, is I do support as best you can eat organic. Because the situation Definitely. we've gotten into with our health, for the most part, we are all toxic. The chemicals, mm-hmm. the preservatives, the dyes that are in our foods um, can be very, very toxic. So I do, I do believe that organic choices is a better choice if you can do that. And if not, listen, here's the, here's the bottom line. Bless your food for the nourishment and the health that it gives to you, whether it's organic or not. But I do believe that looking at what we're eating is, is, is part of this situation that we're in with the emotions, the, you know, the anger. And, and, and you know, and, and a good example of that is that, you know, if you're – if your nutrition is not as good as it could be, maybe you're skipping meals, maybe your blood sugar drops, your significant other says something to you, and you just snap <laughs> yeah. because you, you, you're just not being nourished. You know, and, and I'm telling you, for anyone that's listening to this, I know this to be true. What we are doing now will come back to us one way or another going to come back to us with our health and and that i'm excluding covid from all of that i mean seriously the emotional worry the anger the frustration the resentment the the nutrition not being as good as it could be you know um and and so i would just say take a look at those things take a look at your nutrition well marcia you have a book out right that it is I, I do have I have a book out my called Healing in the Kitchen. But I wanted to bring up the fact that you were talking about behavior and food because I worked with a lady uh for a little bit. Her name was Doctor Barbara Reese Setter. She's written a book called Food and Behavior. And what was really mm-hmm. uh, interesting about her story is that Doctor Barbara Reese Setter was a probational officer 
back in the late 80s, early 90s in mm-hmm. Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. She said she was agitated. She was irritable. She couldn't focus. And she got a hold of a book that was written back in the 1930-something or maybe 20-something. It's called uh, Sugar in the Criminal Mindset. Mm-hmm. And when she read that book and she eliminated what you talked about, sugar out of her diet, white flour, white sugar, sodas, all this stuff, she said, and start putting in the whole grains, the healthy vegetables, her whole mindset changed. And what mm-hmm. she did was she convinced a prosecuting attorney to allow people who were on probation with her to go on this diet as a volunteer basis. Mm-hmm. And these people did sign up and participate in this dietary um, program. 89% of them did not get back in trouble with the law. And yep. there's studies through universities and all these different places studying children in juvenile correctional facilities taking half the children, giving them all organic, all natural, left the other half eating what they normally supply them with for a dietary supplement in these facilities. The children that got the organic fruits and vegetables, the fighting among themselves and with the correctional officers and the people of staff dropped 77%. They didn't have no drama. And Dr. Yeah. Barbara Reed Setter and her husband in La Crosse, Wisconsin, paid for the lunch menu to change to bring their point for five years at the school system there. And the staff will say, oh, my God, we can teach. The kids were able to recognize this. So we're eating a lot of food that's genetically modified changes, herbicide and pesticide are sprayed on these food. Then on top of that, we're not even talking about, we didn't even talk about medication. Right. That people, that how that affects them uh, physically, emotionally. So even the medication, and then when you're psychiatric and have a psychiatric problem, they put you on medication. And if that don't work, they double that medication with another medication. So you're even, sure. even more messed up than before. So I'm reading about these people who are on this real food movement, like you and Brenda did with the Living Food Institute, to change lives with diet. But not only that, the emotional that's attached to food that brings on, like you said, your own illness and your own sickness. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm so thankful you brought that up, and I really appreciate you sharing that with us because that was, I didn't know about that particular study, but I knew about several others, and one was actually done with a prison. Um, The warden did similar things, and the fighting among the prisoners, it just subsided, and it just miraculously changed them. Uh, There was another study of a a school, I don't know where it was, but they ended up taking out the vending machines, changing everything, changing the children's stuff. Same type of thing happened. Mm-hmm. I want to share mm-hmm. with you, uh, Marsha, about many, many years ago when um, Brenda was called to speak at a school, it was going to be the students' middle school, students, staff, and some parents were going to be there. And 
And the principal wanted to know, you know, what Brenda was going to be talking about. So, well, I'm going to be talking to them about, you know, their nutrition and, and what mm-hmm. they're eating and, you know, the types of food they're eating when they come in, you know, to lunches and how to make better choices. You know, like maybe eating a salad during the day. Well, we don't have salads. Okay, well, then what would you talk about then? She said, well, I'm going to be talking probably then about what they can bring to their for their lunch from home, some good ideas for them to bring. Oh, no, 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 you can't talk about that. Well, okay, well, um, then probably I'm going to tell them to, you know, not um, – you know, not go to the vending machine. She said, well, no, 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 you can't talk about that. And she said, well, why can't I talk about that? She said, because we get money from these school yep. lunches we, that they buy. We get money from those vending machines. So yeah. let me just say this loud and clear through all the years of what we did. This is a responsibility of not just the parents. Yes. yes. Okay. I agree. This is a responsibility of those that have the decisions to, to, and the power to make those decisions about what the children are eating when they get back to school. So I agree. You know, and that's, you, yeah, I that's agree. Just, <laughs> just, just me. You know, and let me that, tell you, I, I get that. I was over at, um, I think it was Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Middle School, and I had set up a table, and I have a little questionnaire for the, uh, the family to fill out to say, okay, um, Here's some healthy food, and I have the bad lunch, the good lunch, that kind of thing on the table. And when they fill out the the questionnaires, they're kind of looking like, oh, my God, a lot of these kids are ADHD or they have some type of emotional problem. And the the school counselor who invited me to the school said, oh, this is all the kids here on ADHD and they're on medication. I said, well, we can make some changes. She said, no, the principal won't be listening to that because this is how they get their funding. Yeah. Oh, so you want Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? The ADHD, bipolar, whatever the issue is, an emotional thing, because you collect a check. Really? Yeah. Now, what happened when the government stopped handing them your check? How are you going to deal with these kids? Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? So I stopped. I stopped. I, I I said, okay, you know, I ain't going in there. I'm not going up at these schools no more because this is madness, pure madness. And now that's why they have uh, police officers in the schools. We never had police officers in our school unless it was career day or something like that. <laughs> we didn't right. have police officers and in the, the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah. it was career day. It was something yeah. Something or bike safety. Yeah, you used to come up for bike safety back in the days. I know I'm talking my age here, but that is so madness. It's all about the check. It's not about the children. And another lady I want to share with you, the listening audience, and I don't know if you know her, Jane. Her name is um, Natasha Campbell McBride. She's written a book mm-hmm. called The Gap Diet. Her son was okay. uh, diagnosed as autism. He, he was diagnosed with autism at the age of two. Mm-hmm. And she's a neurosurgeon out of Germany. I mean, she's in the U.K. now. But um, she said when her son got sick, she went on this journey to help him. So she started taking mm-hmm. all these nutritional classes and other things. And she learned from her. I need to send you some of her stuff so you can check her out because I really love this lady. Her son is no longer autistic. Using this gap diet, she's gotten kids back from autism, ADHD, bipolar, and schizophrenic. 
but diet. And there's a window oh, yeah. we can get our kids back. And we keep feeding them this food. The parents are, you know, the parents are eating this toxic food and they're feeding it to their children. And I want families to know that we can have our peace back within our homes, in our community, by what we're putting inside our mind. But not just the thinking of the mind, but what's in the gut, because what affects the gut affects the brain. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And, yes, I do agree with um, the uh, the lady you were talking about uh, with the autistic child. We used to have parents that would come to the program to help their autistic children. And, and I, you know, it does start with the parent. The parent has to take hold of that. And we saw amazing results with that. So, yes, I truly believe it. I, look, here's the bottom line of what. I have come to believe for me. I believe that, first of all, I'm a spiritual being in human form on a wonderful journey called life. I believe that I was divinely created. I'm divinely guided. I'm divinely in. And I believe that divine has the power to heal. Now, that's my opinion, okay? So I believe that it takes I think it takes our working on the wholeness of our health, mentally, emotionally, Mm -hmm. physically, and spiritually, to bring about wellness. However, I do believe, first of all, it is worth it. So I'm going to say that again to all the listeners. You worth it. Whatever you must do to take care of your health on all levels, I want to support you to do that. And that it, I've just seen so many people come back, really come back to life, Marsha, you know, from mm-hmm. where they were. They were on blood pressure medication. They got off of that. They were diabetic. They're no longer, di- you know, diabetic. Uh, I've seen people with cancer. Well, you know Brenda's story. She yeah. healed a breast mm-hmm. and cervical cancer. No surgery, yeah. no chemo, no radiation. Mm-hmm. In six months, yes. she was yeah. completely cancer-free. Now, that is what I'm saying is exactly what she did, though. She changed her entire life, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. She detoxed mm-hmm. her body. And, and, and it, I'm telling you, in six months, she was in perfect health. And to this day, she's in perfect health. And that was and in 1999. And how many years ago was that? Oh, well, she was, so 50, was 1999? She, yeah, yeah, yeah that was, she was 50 years old when she was diagnosed with cancer. So she's wow. 71, 72 this year. So, yeah. So still going strong, wow. better than ever. Still works out, still wow. doing great. And, you know, I just want everybody to know, well, as we said in the beginning, let's give out some hope. You know, joy, love, and hope. That's the name of my company, joy, love, and hope. Whatever I send out is going to come back. So every time I say it, that's what's going to come back to me, joy, love, and hope. <laughs> so let's just send it out there. And I, I do truly want people to know that um, there is a way to make our lives better. Is, does it take work? Yes. Yes. It's not, this, this isn't a, a, a magic formula that a, is in a little capsule that you can take every morning. Uh, it is something, however, that you can do throughout the day. And I think the other thing that I want to address, too, 
uh, Marcia, is our sense of humor. Get back yeah. to a sense of humor. Laughing yeah. is really good. Yeah. Our cells yeah. love, you know, and, and really begin to look at that and understand that, you know, our cells vibrate. And when we get depressed and down and low, that's what our cells are doing. You know, we need to raise them up and really begin to get a sense of humor. And laughter should be in every home, every home. You know, even if you live by yourself, laugh at yourself. Find some humor. I- you know, just, and I just always really begin find to movies. learn about laughing. I always find old movies because I love Andy Griffith, so I love that with Barney on there. Oh yeah, I love just for laugh. I love just for laugh. I love I love a lot of old movies, and I will sit and laugh. And my kids will come in and go, "What are you laughing at?" Because I will be just and I love I love to laugh. And I you're right. I it's healing. I'm with you there. And it makes you forget it, about it. It, it makes you forget about whatever frustration thing you were feeling or thinking. It'll take that away. But yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I agree 100. Yeah. percent You know, it, it, yeah, laughter. You know, just get back to to humor in your life, and you know, even with the kids, you know, teach them. You know, talk to them about. And, and bring about humor and laughter and fun. Do something that is fun, you know. And, and, and you know, for me, again, uh, create something, you know. And, and creating can be done in a lot of different ways. I mean, again, mine is photography. Uh, but, but there's just so many ways to be creative and, and to get the kids in, involved in and something creative, and and acknowledge that, and and um, you know, just know we're definitely going to get back to a, a new normal. We're not going to go back to the normal where we were, and do we really want to? I think that I think there has actually been a lot of good that's come out of many of the things that we're going through, Marcia. Uh, for instance, um, I think that businesses. I know a lot of business has gone gone out of business right now, but I think many right. businesses has been able to change course to do things. A lot of people are working from home where they thought maybe they never would have. Well, you know, when we get back to where we could go back to the office, there may be adjustments that the management may say, you know what, you come in an office one day a week or whatever. Your productivity has been great at home. You, you keep on doing that. You keep on keeping on. You know, for me personally, as much as I love my church uh, and would rather be in person to go to church, um, you know, Zoom has actually afforded me to actually be at church more um, because I'm, <laughs> I live a distance from my church, so I wasn't able to get okay. to every meeting. And we've had more people be able to join us. And from our other cities, people have been able to join us. Uh, and we've had shut-ins that couldn't ever get to church that's been able to join. Wow. So I think there's been a lot of good things that have come from, from you know, this, that we've had to kind of redo our lives around that we would have never probably done if this had not happened. Now, that being said, again, I'll go back. We're going to get back to another new normal. And I'll go back to what we said in the beginning. Life is about lessons. So I would support everybody considering what have you learned? What are you learning through this that you're going to take into the next day, the next week, the next month, and even next year? I mean, let's just stop and think for a minute here. 
<laughs> I mean, it's 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 just unbelievable to me that we're almost to March. You know, yeah. we're going to be saying Merry Christmas before we know it, Marcia. Okay, <laughs> so, you know, the truth Look, is, time marches oh, on. Yeah, it does. It does. I'm just waiting for the warm weather to come. Now I'm just sick of this cold weather. But <laughs> you, you are <laughs> so right. You are so right. Um, but you know. With all of this and what you're saying is so true about us marching on and we're going to get through this and we're going to have a new normal. And I think it's bringing out new create, creative ways for people to reach each other, like you said, with your Zoom classes. Um, with me, I was going to start with yesterday's kitchen for the day. We were going to do home parties, going people home. But now we have to do these through Zoom parties and Facebook parties and trying to put things up through that way. And I think that's a great thing to look at. I want to talk about um, the immune system. Um, it's affecting us emotionally as well as physically and how food and our, mem- our, our feelings can affect that, you know, with our immune system. Because I truly believe COVID-19, they said it's attacking people with weak immune systems. So what do we need yeah. to do from an emotional standpoint and from a nutritional standpoint to have a healthy immune system? Well, you know, for me personally, um, I, I, do, I do believe in supplements. I do believe in supplements, your vitamins. You know, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm a big one with vitamin D in thinking, and it's, that's come out through all this too. So I would support everybody to take a look at the, the supplements that you're taking. Uh, if you're not taking any, start somewhere. Start somewhere. Do your research on, you know, immune uh, support and what that looks like. And really, you know, really look at that and really do some research to see what you can do to um, begin to build your immune system. Uh, I, I, I agree with you. It's very, very important, Marsha, but I, I believe that supplements are, you know, something to uh, really begin to add in and for the children, too. You know, and I, I'm guessing probably sometimes the children are better, you know, getting more vitamins than the adults. However, you know, adults, you got to take care of yourself, too. You know, it's kind of like when you're on the airplane, right. they say, you know, you put their mask on first and then, you know, the oxygen mask on first and then on the children. Same principle here. You know, and, and we've got to guide them. And so I would just say really do take a look at that um, and just know that I personally believe that because of the way that our food, our foods are processed, uh, and the toxicity and everything that's in the foods, as good as we may eat, even with organic, I still believe we need extra supplements supplement. to, to yeah. really work on our, yeah, to work on our um, whole system. And um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I always have and always will, you know, really look at that. And I think vitamin D is one of the important ones. We're being and staying in our home. We're not getting no sunlight. And being out in the sun, even if I think it's important, too, if you can step out on your deck or take a walk in your neighborhood where you're at social distancing or whatever, but, you know, get that sun. I think that sun is so important to be able to get that vitamin D because it helps with depression. It helps with so many other health issues that could be a part of our body. 
and like you said before, laughter, that helps build your immune system. That helps build up your cells and helps you to be healthy in your heart. I mean, it, it just does something for your brain, too, to be able to laugh. So you talked about laughter. You talked about nutrition, which is really, really great. Is there anything else that we're missing that we need to share with them? You know, you mentioned something I would just would like to support also, uh, Marsha, is getting out and taking a walk, a quick little exercise um, that um, I, I would support people in considering doing. When you get out and walk, first of all, walk in silence. for Just, just take, just take a, maybe about 15 minutes. If you're walking with someone, just walk in silence. Don't listen to any music. Don't, don't do any of that. And for the first five minutes, as you're walking, just just re- you're working on your breathing, you know, and just really learn about deep breathing, diaphragm, diaphragm breathing, you know, really deep, deep breathing. Take it in, let it go. As you're breathing in, just consciously breathe in, the, just breathe in the energy of love and health and success and prosperity in your life. Just mentally think of that, you know, and as you're exhaling, just, just exhale and let go of any toxins. And I mean toxicity in every way, um, physical toxins, um, relationships. We haven't talked about that, but some folks are in toxic relationships at any rate. Yeah. So just breathe those toxins out. Next thing is then take the next five minutes and observe. Just really observe flowers, plants, trees. And you're going through this with a space and an attitude of gratitude. And give thanks for the beauty of those flowers, especially now we're going to, we are going to get to spring, you know, and, and we have flowers <laughs> around our yard already, you know. So, you know, just give thanks for the beauty. Give thanks for the birds. Give thanks for everything that you see around you. The next five minutes, just listen. Listen to any sound. I know at my house, early in the morning, the birds are just singing. Oh, it's just like a symphony over here. And just give thanks for everything that you hear. You know, so you're really looking to get in touch with your senses and to direct those um, senses to just, just stop for a minute and just really observe and watch and listen. And then just, you know, you just keep on walking, keep on walking, and, and just know you're doing something really, really good for yourself. And, and you know, that's another thing, Marsha, is to give yourself credit. Give yourself credit for the good things that you're doing. If you've, if you've been able to drink more water one day and less Coca-Cola, give yourself credit. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you had one Coke instead of three. Give yourself credit. You know, maybe you ate... You know, a salad that day where you hadn't eaten one all week, give yourself credit. You know, be good to yourself because remember, you know, we've got this one life on this earth. And, and you know, I, I think we're here to live life well and to enjoy our life and to enjoy our time and enjoy our family and our friends and to know that uh, life is good. Life is good, and to mm-hmm. you know that 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 we we can get through this. And I certainly, um, if I might, Marsha, just really offer my support to any of your listeners, sure. and uh, maybe we can talk about that 
um, you know, how they can reach you. I want to, what I want to do, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break now, and then we'll come back and we'll let people know how they can reach you, what you do, and how you can help them. Because I'm telling you, Jane is really good about, she's joyful, she's peaceful, and she's being able to pull that out of you. So we're going to talk about that in, um, and your photography, because you're getting back into the photography business. That's right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All right. We'll Hi. be right back Thank you. on the D-Hour Network. This is Marcia Patterson. For Your Health program is brought to you by Yesterday's Kitchen for Today. We're here to put the power of good health back into the people's hands. Our home party business brings the skills of cooking healthy meals back into our home. Come. Learn firsthand with family and friends the nature of how to go back to canning, fermenting, milling fresh grain into flour to make mm, homemade bread and so much more. We're here to remind the previous generation and to teach the new generation how to use the tools of yesterday and today to make food our medicine. Go to our website and sign up to host a home party, Zoom party, Facebook party, and get a free host gift valued from $20 to $75. Help your family and friends become a part of the real food movement to better health. Join us at www.yesterdayskitchenfortoday.com.
I'm your host, Marsha Thaddison, and you're, my guest is Jane Holmes, and she is on. Jane, I just want to thank you again. So tell our listening audience how they can reach you and what what kind of service is your business about, and what's the name of your business? My business name is Joy, Love, Hope, and uh, that's what I do, spread joy, love, and hope. I help people, Marsha, in their homes and their offices. Uh, to really help 
cleanse and detox their home. I can help them with organization, declutter, you know, and really work on lifting the energy of the home, which, you know, I do that with uh, music, sound, um, you know, oh, sage, a lot of different things that I'll do. Uh, and then help them work on their emotional issues. I do phone consultations. So uh, for any of your listeners that would like to get in touch with me, please reach out to me. Let's set up something where we can do a phone consultation, or if you'd like for me to come into your home to help you with some cleansing work and and um, I can certainly speak to you about some nutritional information, uh, but declutter and then organization and um, spiritual work, we can, we can do, do that. And uh, I'm happy for anybody to reach out to me. I think my phone number is on your website. Uh, I'll be happy to give that out too. Sure. Give your phone number out if you don't mind. Okay. My phone number is 678-488. Seven five six six. Again, that's Jane Holmes at six seven eight four eight eight seven five six six, and that is my cell number. So I can also be reached by text. I would just ask everyone to reference back to this show and to you, Marcia, so I'll know how they got my information and how I might be able to help them. Now, okay, Jane, with COVID-19, are you finding a lot of people calling you? Are you having um, an increase in business where people saying, because I know people are doing a lot of home repairs since they're not spending money on vacations and traveling. That I know I've talked to a lot of uh, guys that does repair. Uh, I know I have a home in Wisconsin. I'm doing some work on my mom's house up there. And they're hard to find, the carpenter or the painters, because everybody said they're busy. So do you find that people are busy cleaning their house spiritually as well as decluttering, too? Uh, yes, I have had a lot of people reaching out. I'm telling you, this just really, you know, people are getting to that point. It's like I've got to stop and do something, not just with repairs, but, you know, energetically, you know, cleansing the home and, and really working on lifting the spirit of the home. You know, we have toxic homes, too. You know, we yes. just need to remember yes. that, 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 that if you've had, okay, so if you have been in a situation where, let's say, there's been arguments going on in the home, that energy gets stuck, and we want to cleanse that out, and no amount of repair work on a wall is going to get that energy out there until it's some concentrated work around it, Okay. So that's that's the type of thing that I look at is that you know it, it 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 you know energy can get stuck and we want to clear it out and cleanse the home detox the home get rid of the clutter you know do you have too many magazines stacked up somewhere or your you know drawers all cluttered with stuff that you don't use and and you know what Marcia during this time I think we've all really figured out over this past almost year now that, wow, you know, I, I really didn't wear all those T-shirts I thought I needed. You know? Yes, <laughs> yes, you know? yes, and, yes, you know, And, and yes. our wardrobes have changed because so many of us, you know, are not going into an office anymore. Um, and, yes. you know, that the tennis shoes, you know, are lasting a whole lot longer than what we thought they might, you know. So, 
you know, you know what can what can we? Oh, let's see. How should I say it? Pay forward back into and the you, universe. Take take it the goodwill. I, donate it. And I was just going. I was thinking that because with so many people. Um, Losing their home or having damaged things or people getting started on um, a new life, they don't have the furniture, so maybe you have old furniture that can be re, re um, refinished or clothing. Because I know I don't if I haven't worn it in a year or two, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. Because I had to clean my mom's house and uh, a cousin's house, and she had clothes. And clothes, and clothes, and clothes. From I, I think this woman had clothes from the eighties. It was, and, she, it, and these were clothes she couldn't even wear. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm not gonna do this to my kids. I will not do this to my family. Oh, I've got to declutter, so I wouldn't have all this old stuff. But I still need your help. <laughs> got some stuff. <laughs> help, but I'm there for you, darling. I'm it, there for you. I'm happy to help you in any way I can. You know that. that. Yeah, it's cleaning yeah. that stuff up and getting it organized. Because I have a lot of stuff related to my business that I need to kind of organize and have it so when I can reach it and I need it, that kind of thing too. Sure. It's a habit. Sure. To have it that way. But that clutter, like you said, it messes with your mind. It messes with your peace. Now, have you ever heard of a book called Portable Cleansing? No, I'm not familiar with that. That book talks about cleaning up your home and your land spiritually and how they um, do communion on the land to release spirits that may be attached to the land. And I know Mm -hmm. people, some people may not believe that, but spirits do get attached, like you said, those argumentative spirits, murdering spirits, these different spirits. Because we are spirit beings and these spirits still live around us. But I'm telling you, I know because I've hate to tell people this, but I've seen spirits sometimes and like, okay, you know, we are, sure, we have this. And they are alive and they're well. And, you know, even little kids um, who able, who are very sensitive to recognizing these spirits when they walk in a home or a room or someplace like that, they are fearful. And I think parents need to pay attention to that too when the kids are afraid to be in a room. What do you think about that? With kids and um, oh, I agree. Having that. Oh, I, I do. I, I do agree. And I, you know, I, I think I think you're right that I think the parents need to pay attention to that. And uh, that's one of the reasons I come through with, you know, I, I have essential oils that I use. Um, like I said, staging, uh, a, a lot of things that that I'll use to really go through the home. You know, and I'll teach them about and really look at the home about how to open up your home and let your home breathe. Okay? Just like we breathe. We yeah. need air. So does your home. It needs to be able to breathe. And we've been locked up, you know, and so it's it's time to, to, to get in there and really look at some detox work around the home. And um, things that you can do, um, for instance, in remodeling, if they're painting, you know, I'll teach some things about what to do. Uh, for your paint uh, that you put on the walls and what the exercises I do to really um, embed good um, good energy into the walls and into the home. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's, and once you learn this, it's, it's, it's a thing that you can continue to do 
you know, on, on a daily, weekly, monthly basis for yourself. But I'm, I'm happy to teach people to do this because I think it's so, so important. You know, and I will say one other thing, not just about the home, but keep, be careful and not let your car get cluttered either. Say that again, though? Repeat that. I didn't be careful. Just be careful not to let your car get cluttered. You know, okay. it's not just about your home, but you're in your car. You know, don't just let stuff pile up in your car either. So, okay. you know, keep, keep it clean. And and um, if I might, could I just share, we talked about several books. May I just give your uh, listeners uh, a couple more suggestions uh, as they're looking to maybe clear out some magazines and look to some new books? We talked about that one, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. You have the one uh, that I've also used for years, Feelings Buried Alive Never Die by Carol Truman, and that's Carol with a K. That's a powerful, isn't that a powerful title? Feelings Buried Alive Never Die. Um, Another one is Radical Forgiveness. Now, I I could spend a whole show talking about Radical Forgiveness by Colin, C-O-L-I-N, Tipping, T-I-P-P-I-N-G. And another book that I just absolutely love, Marsha, is called Every Word Has Power. Every Word Has Power Every word by has Yvonne power. Has power. Uh-huh. By Yvonne Oswald, O-S-W-A-L-D. And um, I would just strongly support anybody in taking a look at those books and um, getting those and instead of reading the newspaper or you know magazines that you have piled up forever and ever you know start start looking at some some helpful books and and passages that will will really support you and you know I know we had talked about um, you know writing things down and one of the things I would say too is many people call it a gratitude journal and you may not, you know, be one to think about doing a journal or anything like that. Just get a notebook and have it around the house for yourself. Put it in your nightstand. And just as, you, you know, write the blessings for the day. Look, Marsha, let's be real about this. You and I got mm-hmm. up this morning. We stood on our own two feet. We were walking. We are talking. We can see. We can hear. Honey, we are blessed. We Amen. are blessed. And let's have an attitude of gratitude for everything that we do have instead of looking at what we want to complain about. Let's stop the complaining. Let's, 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 Let's begin to somehow, just little by little, little by little, Let's stop complaining and start looking at at an attitude of gratitude. Of gratitude. I, I truly believe if we can, can begin to do those things, know that your words are powerful, powerful. Every word has powerful power, you know, and just stay in a space of being in, a, in the present moment and know what you're speaking out has power and to put it out in a positive way. Even if that means before you speak to your children, you just take a deep breath and really think through how you're going to say something. It's okay to do that, you know, to your partner, to your boss, to anybody. It's okay just to take a moment and just just really think about 
how you're going to say something. And right? I think that's so true because it's a book. I can't remember the author's name, and it was written by a pastor out of Louisiana. It's called Hung by the Tongue. And now Ooh. today with Twitter, Facebook, uh-huh. Instagram, and the news, people are just fighting out things off to come off the top of their head without thinking. And they're losing their job. They're losing their position. And I'm like, oh, he done hung himself by his tongue. Hung by the tongue. Because yeah. they allow that spirit to go out of their mouths because of their anger instead of taking that deep breath, calm and saying, well, what are these words going to do? Yeah. Well, you know, and, and, you know, Scripture tells us that life and death is in the, is in the power of the tongue. Yes. Yes. Power of the life. tongue. The life and death is in the power of the tongue, you know. And so I, I truly, truly believe that. So let's just, I, I believe that would be a, a takeaway for me tonight to continue to really be aware of what I'm speaking out there, the words I'm saying, and um, you know, I want, I do want to spread the love. I want to spread the joy. I want to spread the hope, and you know, let people know that uh, they deserve they deserve a good life, and 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 how how we can help each other through that. So I hope people will call me. Let me know what I can do. And Marcia, you just call me anytime. You're such a blessing. All right, we're going to take another break, and we'll be right back. All right. For Your Health program is brought to you by Yesterday's Kitchen for Today. We're here to put the power of good health back into the people's hands. Our home party business brings the skills of cooking healthy meals back into our home. Come. Learn firsthand with family and friends the nature of how to go back to canning, fermenting, milling fresh grain into flour to make mm, homemade bread, and so much more. We're here to remind the previous generation and to teach the new generation how to use the tools of yesterday and today to make food our medicine. Go to our website and sign up to host a home party, Zoom party, Facebook party, and get a free host gift valued from $20 to $75. Help your family and friends become a part of the real food movement to better health. Join us at www.yesterdayskitchenfortoday.com. Your heart 
So we're here to encourage you with Jane Holmes on joy, love, and hope. 
just encourage everyone to know that this will pass. Jane, uh, we're coming close to the end of the show. Give us some uh, closing remarks or what you want us to listening audience to take with them from our um, our conversation today. Thank you, Marcia, and thank you again for having me back on. I really do appreciate it. Um, I think that some of the things I would like to encourage people to begin to understand and look at is, first of all, your self-worth. You are worth it. You are worth an amazing life, and I just want to encourage you to maybe somehow begin to take this time that we have to see what it is you want to create in your life and begin to work on a way to do that um, through you know, what do you like to do? What is your passion in life and, and how that can come about for you. And also to remember that your power is in the present moment. And I said that in the beginning. It's a great affirmation. My power mm-hmm. is in the present moment. And just a few affirmations along with that. To start with my power is in the present moment. I release the past. I let it go. I love and approve of myself. And to know that in every moment we have an opportunity to make changes. And, and, and as the days go by, if there's things that we see that we could do better with, let's do better. And be okay to do that. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. We're on a journey, folks. Life is a journey. And let's enjoy this journey together. You know, if you need some support from, from folks around you, reach out. Talk to somebody. Call me. Let me help you in any way that I possibly can. You know, maybe it is your church. Maybe there's a a ministry within your church that you can reach out to, uh, neighbors, friends, family. And I think the other thing that I mentioned earlier, too, is really important, is to really start thinking about your families and your friends. Are you really telling them that you love them, that you care for them? Is there something you can do for them or how they can help you? So just know that life is precious. I think this it year is. has taught us that, that life is mm. so precious. It is priceless. And that means each one of you are priceless. You are precious. And draw on your faith, whatever your faith may be, whoever you might believe in. Again, I, I certainly believe in God for myself. You know, and, and yeah. know that um, God God knows what is down the road for me, I don't. But it's about me trusting in God and understanding that um, God has given me an opportunity with an amazing brain for all of us to really begin to think about what we do want. And I go back to, you know, the the scripture that, that does talk about that, you know, to think on these things. Uh, and so just to begin to, to begin to find joy in your life. Find something in your life that brings you joy. Take time for yourself. You know, I think even things like taking the walk around the block, go to a park, do something um, for yourself. Uh, a salt bath, a salt bath is really, really, really good for you. And, um, you know, just to think about your nutrition. What are you eating? What are you putting in your mouth? How is it making you feel? What is it that is maybe just a baby step that you say, you know what, I'm going to drink less of that and add more water tomorrow. Great. Just be good to yourself. Do something good for yourself. 
and I think also um, begin to have gratitude, count your blessings, name them one by one, count your blessings, (laughs) see what God has done, you know, and just to uh, know we are blessed. We are a blessed, blessed people. And uh, I love that song you were just playing, um, Marsha. Thank you so much for that. This too shall pass. Wow. Yes. Yes. Amen to that. And um, if I might, Marsha, can I leave a um, parting affirmation for everybody? You cure can. Yes, ma'am. All right. Here we go. So from my heart to your heart, I send you love. I send you joy. I send you peace. I send you strength and determination for your journey. May you be blessed, richly blessed in all that you do and all that you are becoming, knowing that you are greater than you even appear at this very moment. And God bless you all. Oh, that is beautiful. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you so much. Thank you. And we're just going to keep, we, our listening audience, we want to keep encouraging you because we, need, we all need to be encouraged, sometimes daily, sometimes hourly. But we want to encourage people that we're here together as a people, as a nation. No matter how they try to divide us, we, we're united in the heart, in love, joy, and hope. I love it. Amen. So, Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, you guys. Thank you, Marsha. I appreciate it. Many blessings. Yes, yes, you too. You're listening to the D Hour Network show, and I want you to just tune in, share with your families and friends this great message. And Jane gave her number. Give that number one more time before we before I put the intro music on. Thank you. It is phone number seven eight. Yes, six seven eight four eight eight seven five six six. All right, and I know we, we're we going to put it to work on our end. So, But you guys, you be blessed and have a beautiful, beautiful week.
for Your Health program is brought to you by Yesterday's Kitchen for Today. We're here to put the power of good health back into the people's hands. Our home party business brings the skills of cooking healthy meals back into our home. Come, learn firsthand with family and friends the nature of how to go back to canning, fermenting, milling fresh grain into flour to make mm, homemade bread and so much more. We're here to remind the previous generation and to teach the new generation how to use the tools of yesterday and today to make food our medicine. Go to our website and sign up to host a home party, Zoom party, Facebook party, and get a free host gift valued from $20 to $75. Help your family and friends become a part of the real food movement to better health. Join us at www.yesterdayskitchenfortoday.com.